Welcome to The Benefits Beat, the podcast that helps you navigate the complex world of benefits. Together, we're going to dive deep into the industry, breaking down the barriers and exploring different topics surrounding benefits. We'll be bringing in subject matter experts who will share their knowledge, offering tips and tricks to help you understand, and more importantly, benefit from your benefits. Whether it's health insurance, dental, vision, disability, or other total rewards you're offered, we've got you covered. Our aim is to empower you with the knowledge and understanding you need to make informed decisions. So join your hosts, Maggie and Zach, every two weeks as we explain the nuances, all in an effort to make it easier for you to navigate the world of benefits. Hi, I'm Maggie McConnell. And I'm Zach Ward, and we are your co-hosts for Hub Haran's Employee Benefit Podcast, The Benefits Beat. Today, we're talking about leaves of absence, and here to chat with us is our Hub Absence Management Pro, Stephanie Moman. Stephanie is a senior benefit consultant at Hub Haran, who leads the absence management practice area. So, Stephanie, can you give us kind of a brief overview of leaves of absence and why our audience should even tune in today? Sure. Um, absence management is really the approach an employee's organization takes to manage the time away from work that somebody needs to take for different reasons. Um, it's really important, and one of the reasons that we talk about it so much is because these absences usually come at a really critical life moment for the employee. So overall, absence is what policies and information are available to employees to help support them in these significant life moments. And that's why we wanted to have Stephanie on our podcast. She's a wealth of knowledge, so be sure to listen in and learn more. I think when a lot of employees think about absence management, they think FMLA, but we're really talking about multiple different options, not just FMLA, but short-term disability, long-term disability. Like you said, employees' resources that they're offering, not just that broad spectrum of FMLA leave. Yeah, that's a great point, Zach. So oftentimes people, you know, just started in a in a job and maybe have only been there for six months and they wouldn't be eligible for FMLA. So FMLA is a great resource and it's a great way for or organizations to protect um an employee's job if they need to be off work. But the reality is, is our current environment and the world that we're living in understands that people need time to spend with their families or spend, you know, on a situation that they might be going through individually. And organizations are providing resources and programs for them to be able to do that even outside of FMLA. So FMLA was kind of like the one thing that was offered for a long time. And fortunately, we have evolved as a society, and we understand that individuals are worth an investment by a company to give them the time that they need to invest in their family or in themselves or both in some of those more critical life moments. Do you tell people to, when they ask where they can find these benefits that they're provided by their employer? So unfortunately, many employers and organizations don't understand how challenging it is to find information. I think they understand it. They just haven't really prioritized um, providing the information in an effective manner, right? So the reality is, is today, you know, Maggie, if you're going through a situation and you need to take time away from work, your first person that you're probably going to talk to is your manager, right? And so oftentimes we recommend to our clients that they really train their management teams so that they can provide information on where to access what is available to employees. 
So always start with, you know, somebody that you're confident and comfortable in talking to and asking for that information. Um, it should be readily available for you. Generally speaking, if you have like a, an intranet site or um, a benefit site, a lot of that information will be there. So what you're looking for are your short-term disability policy, your, um, you know, if you have different leave policies like a parental leave or a caregiver leave, things like that, you're trying to understand where, um, you're trying to understand what you have available to you. Oftentimes it's all in your handbook. So your employee handbook is a wealth of knowledge many times. So really it's just asking those questions. Sometimes, you know, if you are in a situation where you have an event coming in the future, time flies, right? We all know that, especially when you're um, expecting something big and life-changing to come. Um, that time, you know, it can be very an anxious time for people, but it's really helpful to, to you know, information's power. So take the time to get that information as soon as you know that you might need to take some time off of work so that you have time to digest it, ask questions, and understand what's really available to you, right? Like I said, information's power, and being able to really, you know, ask those questions ahead of time can help you to have a better experience when you do need to take time off of work. One of the things that we see people struggle with is they wait until the last minute to request, you know, a short-term disability claim or even just request a leave. And what happens there is, unfortunately, the insurance world moves relatively slowly, right? So you can go online and order a phone and have it at your door the next day. These claims don't work that way. So you really need time to process the information, get information from your physician if that's applicable. Um, and really just there's a lot of information gathering. And the sooner that you start that, the better. I think it's also, Stephanie, a really good uh, a really good chance for employees during the open enrollment process to not just look at the medical, the big three, right? The medical, dental, vision. Look at your short term. Do I Does it applicable to me? Do I need it? Does my family need it? Um, and I think too much employees get lost in the medical and the big stuff, whereas these, these things might come into play during the year as well. Yeah, that's a really great point. Um, it's something that I feel like unless you have been touched by it or you know somebody that has been touched by a situation like this, you don't really think about it. So one of the things that we really try to do with this podcast, I know, is just advocate for employees that are dealing with benefits because it is challenging and it is hard. Um, you know, I myself went through a situation a couple of years ago, and this is what I do for a living, right? And I needed to take some time off of work and understanding how to make those decisions was something I was not prepared for because I just, you just think it's never going to happen to me. Right. Um, so understanding the information, what's available, how it will or will not impact you allows you to make more effective decisions in a very, very emotionally charged time. Um, and a lot of us don't want to take time off of work. Right. But at the end of the day, it's better for you as an individual and, you know, your team and your employer if you take advantage of the resources that are available to you in the right moments. I think a lot of times, too, it's, it's always your first instance that's usually the hardest. You don't know what's available to you, right? If you've gone through this a couple of times, it's, it's typically easier. But one of the things that we have down here is don't make assumptions. A lot of times you'll go to your mom who you've, know, you've known had a short term maybe 10 years ago. Um, or a friend that's that's gone through a similar situation, but I know you you are a big advocate of not 
taking that information as verbatim as you should. Mm-hmm. That's um, another great point. So a couple of weeks ago, I was I'm actually... full of great points today. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. All the time, Zach. All the time. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was actually helping my parents um, with some yard work, and one of their neighbors uh, fell in their in their garage. And I think I can tell this story because it's not identifiable for anyone. Um, <laughs> but it was... One of those moments where, you know, my kids ask me all the time, what do you do every day? And, or people ask me and my kids say, she just uses big words and goes to happy hour. <laughs> like that's generally what my children think that I do every day. Um, and there are moments where I realize that what we do does matter. And this was one, you know, so my parents' neighbor has been working, has a, um, a condition that affects their balance. And so they had fallen at work a couple of days before that. Unfortunately, this individual fell in their garage. And thankfully, my mom heard him. So we went over and helped him up. And we're just sitting with him talking because we wanted to make sure he was okay. And come to find out, he actually had a meeting with his HR team the next day. And his assumption was he was going to be fired. I mean, that's a real thing, right? So you have somebody that's working really hard, trying to take care of their family, and is challenged by this really significant condition that has severely impacted their life, right? And their biggest concern is being able to provide for their family and continue to, you know, offer their spouse the benefits that they have and and just have the income, right? The reality is, is when we sat down and talked about it, this person had a lot of access to resources to help them protect their income and protect their job if, if they wanted to take time off work to recuperate and then come back to work safely. So, it was, it's a great situation of where it's better for the individual and their family. Um, nobody wants to know that, you know, their parent is going to work and risking their health and well-being to pay for something that you need, right, as a, as a child. And, you know, there's a lot of worry there, too. So I think that's a great example of, you know, asking a few questions and understanding what you have available to you. But since you're the absence pro and you've been through the process of taking leave yourself, what do you think that the main barriers or roadblocks that either you experience personally or that employees experience when they're going through it for the first time? So I think the number one main barrier, and this is my personal opinion, um, is really the emotion of if I take time off of work, it's going to affect me long term in my career, right? So that's a real emotion. I've lived it. I've seen other people live through it. Um, I mean, even, you know, when you take maternity leave, people think, oh, I want to take longer, but what is that going to do for my career long-term? Or if I need to take care of a parent, what will that do for my income or, you know, my career or my advancement? That's a really, really real feeling and emotion that people, you know, need to work through. And I think what I would tell people is there is the other side of that situation, right? This is just a moment. It's, it feels like a really big moment and it is, but if you think about your, your career, it's very long and taking advantage of the programs and resources that are there to protect you is something, it's one of the most, you know, brave things you can do to just say, you know, I need a minute to take care of myself or my family member and everything's going to be okay on the, on the flip side of that. Um, I think that is probably the one thing that I think is the hardest thing to do, but the most important thing to do is just take advantage of what you have. Um, and then on the, you know, 
second step of that is really to ask questions and just understand how the programs that are available will help you in those situations. Top three. Yeah, Stephanie, I I think that plays well into kind of our third bucket. We work with employers every day who are asking us like, hey, what can I do for my employees? And it's things like short-term disability. It's things like long-term disability, different leave policies. They're, they're meant to help the employees, right? And you mentioned it. It's, it's hard to get past that sort of stigma of what is this going to do for me? But they're meant to benefit their employees, and they're offering it so that you utilize it. And when a situation like this comes up, you're protected, and, and you're not going through the process of, am I going to get fired to my job? They're putting these in place for employees. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we've all seen and been in situations where people take advantage of these types of policies, right? And the policies are written in ways that don't allow for that long term, right? So I think we can just kind of put that to the side and say, you know, understand what's available, understand who you can go to to ask questions and get accurate answers. Um, The water cooler isn't always the best place to do that, right? So understanding who those resources are. Um, And then taking the time to really digest the information ahead of time and understand how to, you know, leverage those resources to best impact your situation. Okay, awesome, Stephanie. Well, thank you for joining us today. Just to go back and kind of talk about the three big buckets, so to speak, of what we talked about today. The first thing you want to do is define what absence options are available to you and spend time reviewing them, whether that's during open enrollment whether that's asking your HR team what options are available or in a time where you know there's going to be some sort of upcoming absence that for you or your family members. Second thing you want to do is keep in mind that all these situations are emotional. You're welcoming someone new into your family. You're taking care of a sick loved one. So you want to make sure that you talk to the right person, talk to your manager, talk to HR, get accurate information. And like you said, Stephanie, the water cooler is probably not a great place to do that. And the third thing that you want to do is understand that this is a benefit for you. This is made that you utilize. This is made to protect your job and your income. And you need to understand what's available to you and what will help you and your family. Stephanie, is there anything else you'd like to add? I would say, like Zach said, your company puts these policies together as a benefit to you. So understand them, use them when it makes sense and when it's, you know, the right situation. And always, always, always get as much information as you can so that you can make informed decisions. Well, thanks, Stephanie, for coming today. Thank you for having me. Nothing We Say on this podcast is representative of any specific plan and should not be considered as legal, regulatory, or accounting advice. If there are any discrepancies between what we say and your plan document, your plan document will prevail. If you have any questions about your benefits, please reach out to your HR representative. Thanks for tuning in today. Our suggestion box is always open, so if you have a question you would like us to answer or a topic you would like us to cover, send us a message on Instagram at The Benefits Feed. And remember to subscribe on your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode, and be sure to follow us on social media for more benefit tips and tricks.